0: everyone welcome to the gist podcast if you're tired of being
1: comfortable and want to take on living life from the context of 100 percent
0: fuck yeah join us each week as we share lessons we're experiencing in this crazy game called life
1: we invite you to play along and get your shit
0: together take responsibility for how your life is currently going and at the same time take
1: on new fun and sometimes crazy shit we promise to challenge your thinking by being vulnerable, authentic, and straight up with what we're dealing with, what doesn't work, and what can. Be warned, this is not your grandma's podcast. Welcome to episode 52 of the Just Life Podcast. And we have another guest on the show, John Orion, founder of Play a Creation and Your Venture, Your Game. His biggest challenge making something happen when he doesn't really have to. Now, I don't know if anybody else can relate to that statement. (laughs) I I sure can relate to that statement. (laughs) He has a mission though, and his mission is to spread a very important message that we are all here to play and create. You heard right. You're here, those who are listening, to play and create cool shit. This message... (laughs) This 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 is my interpretation of it. This message is indeed for everyone, and he's talking to you boomers out there specifically. Yes, I'm talking to you. You who rejected and redefined traditional values. You who some considered the wealthiest, most active, and most physically fit generation ever. You who were the most optimistic that the world would improve with time. You who experienced the events like Beatlemania and Woodstock, organized rallies against the Vietnam War, and bought the world a Coke. You who were the first to grow up with television, you who effectively brought mass consumerism into existence, don't know how I feel about that one. Yeah, we'll go back there maybe. (laughs) And brought many babies into the world. You've worked hard and still do. And it's time to change that narrative again. So welcome, John.
2: Thank you. Happy to be here. So, you guys can just ask me questions. I'm I'm imagining that's how this will go, rather than I start talking. I'm not a slam guy, so.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That word is (laughs) beating up a lot.
1: (laughs) You don't Um, gotta slam.
0: Can I take that one? Yeah, man, go go nuts. Uh, the, the, The beautiful thing, the thing that I love about this podcast, or podcasting in general, is that we don't actually know how this is gonna go, John.
2: That's perfect And
0: we totally just get to create it right now in play. Yeah. so it's going to be awesome.
2: So uh, the play creation is started off actually as a message to be spread, mm-hmm. because um, I, reali- I had a couple of realizations which we'll get into, um, that that's why we're here, is simply to play and to create. When
0: message.
2: Yeah <laughs> when I was getting ready to retire. I knew that I would have to come back to work to pay my way in retirement. I don't have, like, I, 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 don't have a fancy pension from the government or education. Or I worked at many different companies. So, so right now I have CPP and OAS. But I knew I would have to come back, and uh, so I took, I retired just before I turned 60, with the idea that I'll take a couple of years off and then come back. And I had two um, possibilities. One of them was play at creation which was a, a name that came to me a, a few years earlier. And the other one was a project management e-mentorship thing, project management for all my career. So I thought I would be helping organizations that don't have headcount for their dedicated project manager to, to do this. However, I realized I could only do one. I should only do one. and, and it You was only more wanted to w- do one. Uh, no. I realized that I should focus on just one to mm-hmm. do it well.
1: So, you, you liked both and you were excited about both? Well,
2: the, the project management e mentorship was the one that was going to make money. Mm. The play at creation was a message, started off as a blog. But it was much more important to spread that message. So, I said, okay, fine. I'll do so, so play at creation.
0: This is beautiful, man. This is so great. Because, Kate, okay, I want to just go, go back because Dave was like, well, there's two things. You really just wanted one. you said, no but I just find this super interesting because if, like, what I'm actually hearing is yes. Because over here, this is great, you can make money. But the way that you lit up, the way, like nobody can see this, where it's audio, you're the, the hand gestures, the mannerisms, you even looked up to the sky like, it's a voice. It's the burning bush. There's something uh, saying no, we'll come to you I gotta it. go over here. <laughs> this is what you're up to, right? Actually, it's but beautiful. you have a choice, right? No, you do absolutely you can have can say, but, well, I'm gonna do that. But we know what sleeping's like on this side. Right? <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> so I said, okay, fine. I have no idea how I'm gonna make money at play at creation, but that's the thing we should do. So let's go. Let's do it. So started off plate creation. The idea always was that I would reach out to boomers who are about to or recently retired, about to retire, recently retired, and encourage us to start ventures because of the circumstance that I was in, right? right. Knowing that my savings and investments are not gonna last as long as I will. I'm, I, can't, I tell everybody, if you're 60, 65, you're gonna to live to 100. There's a lot of stuff about to break over the next 10, 15 years. Yeah, really. um, so, so I said, okay, you need to create a venture to pay away in retirement. So I went out before I kicked things off and I interviewed a bunch of my peers and some other people to see if you know, this is what they need. And I was surprised that this need to earn money dropped down to the bottom of the list. Now, most of my peers coming out of oil and gas, I mean, they were well set up. What rose to the top was to do something meaningful. Mm-hmm. Uh, other things were to mm-hmm. have joyful experiences, to rebuild your identity, because when you leave work, a big chunk of your identity is is lost. Uh, men typically will identify themselves by what they do. Absolutely. So, uh, play at creation and this this... This creation of ventures ended up being more about doing something meaningful, um, ha- staying healthy, doing healthy stuff, healthy activity, having joyful experiences. Identify a new or create a new identity okay, for yourself and also do something that's going to give you some ongoing income. Always at the bottom. So, the ongoing income, I mean, it could be like 25, 30. It was okay. a
1: bonus, though, for most it's, people. It,
2: it is a bonus for most people, but there are a lot of people who have to have that. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of people who continue to work because...
1: But they will not compromise anything else. It sounds like what I hear is they're, they're not willing to compromise maybe what they had compromised before for that yes. well-being, for, yes. for that lifestyle yeah. piece.
2: Now, now we get a chance. And an and, and image I've, I've, I've tried to share with people is when you open that door, call call it Retirement, I, I took to calling it rejuvenation, because you've you've paid your way through internship, life internship, hmm. uh, you've you've paid off your house, your kids are raised, now you go, and you're free, you can do whatever you want. It's like opening this door and you're on this great big field of possibilities. Totally. What do you want to do? So I anyway, so do, that's how I want to pla- do
0: that way sooner. <laughs> that's what I want. to
2: and and you and people are starting to find ways to do that. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so, I thought I would be doing Your Venture, Your Game, which was the workshop series we created to have people examine what was going to make them happy, design a venture around those experiences that they want to have, and then create it. <laughs> we ran it a couple of times last year, and the promise was you're going to have a venture that's going to give you what you want, but we tried to do it in three months, which Totally inadequate. That's pretty lofty. <laughs> well,
0: well we, we usually love to put, you know, really intense timelines on things, well, and
1: that,
2: that, that, on the most n- meaningful I've, things. I have either. no idea how this is going to work. Right? See, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: see, isn't that the thing though? <laughs> It's like, let's put a a three month timeline on this thing that we have no idea how it works or what it (laughs) does. We're gonna have it figured out in three months, man. I got this. We got this.
2: It's great, dude. It's awesome. So the next iteration- How human of you, John? (laughs) I'm a project manager though. I should know better. Yeah, right. You should know better. Dude,
0: that nailed down. That's great.
2: (laughs) So the next iteration of Your Venture, Your Game is being done with Call. And we'll start in January this time and finish in December. Okay, so we're going to have a full quarter to have people figure out what is it that's going to make you happy going forward. What do you want to experience? You can choose whatever you want. Second quarter is, okay, let's craft, let's design a venture that's going to give you those experiences. And then the second half is, okay, let's make it real now. So come December next year, I'll have people talking about where they started from, what experiences they want to have, and now what have they created.
1: Wow, that is so cool. Is there a is there like an initiation? Like how do you get into the club? Yeah.
2: Pay you fifty bucks to call and
1: <laughs> you oh, get so, in. so
0: it's not like a gang beat-in like you'd see in East LA. Nothing no, like no, no. no although I do call, I do in call day, it a like, Well, I'm just saying. You said initiation.
2: I, I, I did call it a band of adventurers because I'm but calling very it a nice quest. people.
1: They won't hurt very, actually,
2: you <laughs> You know what's 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 interesting is that it's only been women who have expressed an interest.
1: I would oh, I wager that.
0: why. No, no, yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's a piece that I'd like to help
1: with. I don't know how, but what, what are you thinking? I was surprised no. to hear that answer. Oh, I'm actually not I'm surprised, surprised to hear, hear that answer. No, 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 you, exactly. But you're in you're in it already. You're exactly. Ready. You're in this. You, you
2: understand it. Yes. So most yeah. uh, most
1: uh, most men, most boomers, male boomers. And I'm only just really profiling my dad right now. <laughs> um, he's got it that he has to have it all figured out yeah. and that he doesn't need any help. Right. And so I'm just gonna keep figuring it out yeah. and crashing and burning in the process. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a varied range of crashing and burning. They, they might actually be very uh, some of them excited are, about life.
2: Yeah, some of them, well, they will be excited about life. They, they will have made things happen already. So that's why they don't. But they're not need actually this
1: addressing the, the thing that they really want. Yeah, there's a there's a true courage of like putting it on the table, what you really want.
0: If you I, I would argue and say that if you're the average North American person, there's there's a program running that you're not actually allowed to have what you really want. You're not actually entitled to that thing. I think the little kid inside that, a lot yeah, of people yeah, are a little that, afraid that, of the cookie jar. That could yard. be like,
2: the, the Protestant ethic. But you have to work.
0: Yeah, you got
1: to work hard to get it. Right. You got to you gotta work easy.
0: totally. And I, I had this conversation with another young guy today. I was thinking, anyway, I, I guess it's going to go down a rabbit hole, but about, about technology and I will not do that. Um, but Thanks, I'm really fascinated by this whole conversation. Actually, I'm, I'm really inspired by it. Cause I think this is a big missing for people. Like what actually makes you happy? So I'm reading a book right now. It's called don't worry, retire happy. Mm -hmm. And what's great about this book, why I connect with it so well, is because it has nothing to do with numbers and market returns and this and that, all that bullshit. It has to do with like psychology and your why, and what inspires you. And, and, and then you, you actually can formulate a lifestyle, obviously using some planning with some, with the money part of it, but formulate a lifestyle now that gives you that happiness, that joy
2: that you choose. Yeah, Yeah. In
0: the book, it mentions money a couple times, but what it's been talking about is community relationships projects yeah. inspiration you know exercise good food travel like that's what it's talking about
3: it's, it's amazing there's that whole time element you mentioned it when you said how human of you john to put this con- this time constraint on it i know that a lot of everything that we something i like to say to people is energy is all we are and time is all we've got what are you going to do with your energy and the time that you have mm-hmm now i don't take it really much further than that with people usually the conversation gets to that and that's the period at the end of my sentence but i do hear how there's got to be a balance in there right we're talking about the baby there's a time there's a going on and i don't know if it's a poem that i have have read for you gentlemen before called speed and
1: i don't recall that sounds so
3: appropriate and it's It's about that duality with, you know, living in the now and the future and the past, everything and how we do it, how we deal with it.
4: push, 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 the hustle's on even with the hairbrush, we be on the rush, there is no time that waits for me, the notion is absurd though I'll often entertain it, every time I check my fucking clock, I wanna bring it, cause I'm late oh my god, I'm late, come on and I'm rushing, I'm rushing through the race of life, I'm rushing to be racial, I'm rushing to my facial I'm rushing like a Russian with a third world concussion, cause economics up and made a rush to dust, as all things must when they move in a blur, I rush so fast, I slur, I gotta move crash and make some promises I gotta move faster so I can break them get your move on get your groove on go lemmings go lemmings go 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 move it move it move it you gotta grab your gun sons a man you gotta kill quicker than the other man can the shortest distance between two points is a straight line so draw one on the chalkboards of their hearts and souls and minds and rule them out hurry oh my god hurry up now these dogs are crying the both are those kids are making noise I got a souffle in the oven the kid the, 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 the wife is coming home I don't care if you didn't come yet bitch you gotta get the fuck out of here they're gonna start without me now they're gonna start without me and now this bus is stopping at a green light he's not the next contestant on fastest flight so come on down come on down quicker yo quicker yo work with gravity come and hang with us for we are flakes of skin and we are pocket lint and we are dust bunnies the size of tumbleweed but we once were warriors and we once were wall street and we once were the wind but who had time to see us everything moved so fast
1: so this is what what we ask Wakefield to do because you got a lot, and this is super appropriate, Thanks, speed. That was
0: unbelievable.
1: We ask him to pull out so one of the mo- more impactful elements of the piece and explain it a little bit. Start to pull it apart for people. Okay.
0: I, I, I just have to comment though how... Um, it's so funny. It's so amazing. It amazes me every time. You always have a piece. Yeah, it's so relevant. That goes yeah. like perfectly with the conversation we're having. It's loud. <laughs> hey, it's, like, it's, wow. it's, like, <laughs> it's not like It, it's it
3: just
4: it's, happens to be sitting
0: it's there. It's like, hey, that and
3: sounds a lot like it, something
0: I wrote. It really, it really <laughs> <element> legitimizes <laughs> the conversation. It's like, wow, this man's put time into thinking about this already. Many men are. Many women are. People are. What's man. the
1: biggest takeaway out of that piece?
3: You know, well, I should ask that to other people. Most of the time, I do that piece in under a minute and nine seconds. That's why it's titled Speed. Mm. I literally shotgun that poem fast. But, you know, for the sake of being heard and understood, it's nice to slow things down. Yes. Um, it's, it's really, I, I, I wrote the poem on the way to a poetry gig that I was late for. I was <sighs> going was so down great. Bathurst Street. And The bus did stop at a green light because he was ahead of his schedule So they stop at green lights to catch the time up to them So they're not ahead us. so the whole way from Bathurst and Shefford Which is where I was living at the time down to I forget what the gig was at, but it had to be at Bathurst and Spadina Queen around there. I remember being at I remember being at college it was at college and right across the street was, I can't remember the name of the bar. Oh, I can't remember the name of the bar right now. Uh, Sneaky Pete's. <laughs> no one knows these references, yes, by the way. Yes, yes, everyone from <laughs> Toronto, if you're listening, they remember. That's all irrelevant. I'm sorry, I digress. I was in a hurry. I had to get to this gig. I was on the mic. I was late. Yeah, yeah It happens far too often. And a lot of times it's not your fault. It's just the way things are. Transit aff- accidents, screws out of place, door slam on hands, whatever. But it just had me really anxious to be the featured performer and being
2: late. Yeah, that's that's what as, it was. As a project manager, I used to live that because you set yeah, dates. Yeah, live and and it, man. And If I've set a date, we're gonna meet that date no matter what. Now, nowadays, in fact, even coming here today, it was. How long is it going to take? I have no idea. Okay, I'll allow an hour. And in fact, I got you like two minutes ahead. Um, but all through it, I was relaxed. Mm-hmm. If I don't get there in time, eh, no big deal. And it's, it's, it's a different mindset that I've adopted in this last little while, which we may have time. I, you guys talked about a half an hour. We probably have finished the half hour already.
0: Well, from, from, from when we actually introduced the podcast, we're actually only 20 minutes.
2: Oh, okay. Well, we've got another 40 minutes to go. So, <laughs> so John, I and,
0: and It to... could very easily be
1: a, a two-part series where we okay,
2: just bring... Yeah,
0: because so, this this might be, a, who knows, um, you might have this all figured out, or, or this could be uh, something to do some digging on, but um, you put a lot of time into making this really detailed, and I can feel the energy behind it, but... What was the switch for you? Like, what's the why behind what you're doing? Because at first it started out as, hey, how am I going to supplement my retirement? Now that's like the furthest thing from the list, but it's going to be likely a a result. So what's the driver there?
2: So now we're getting into the real conversation. That's that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) So I had a couple of realizations. One was a long time forming. um, And then the other one came very quickly. So I'll talk about the first one first. From when I was in high school, I read a lot of uh, stories about near-death experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so that I said, okay, well, I, I accepted I believed it. Um, when my wife was dying of cancer back in 2001, I used this to try and ease her passage over. I said, you know, when you go over, uh, you're going to be met by your mom, who had already died. My dad, who's already gone. Um, and, and that's how it's going to be. You know, that, That's what death is going to be for you. Later on, so this is a few years after, <clears throat> I asked the question to myself, what if all these stories, all these experiences that have been described, is the way things really work for us?
0: Okay. Say, Meaning, that, say that one more time.
2: What if these experiences that have been described really is the way things work? Just like in physics, you heat up water, it gets to a certain temperature, it becomes gas. Right. What if when, we, when our bodies die... Mm-hmm the consciousness goes on, which is millions of people have had this experience. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so first, que- first question, what if that is the way things are? Okay, fine. So if what they described is the way things really are, not, not for the near to death. Near death is you get there and, and you're told, go back, you're not done yet. But in, in that journey, they, they, they feel unconditional love, warmth uh, everything is more vibrant you know the answers to all the questions you're getting oh back God, home
0: that's great that's some that's, that's, that's this is really deep man. I love this
2: now if it's so great back home this is the second question why do we come back and the answer to that question came very quickly is to play this Nobody to save, no lessons to learn. You know the answers to all the questions when you're back home anyway. So why, why would you come back?
1: I've heard that a few, a few places, yeah. that this is the opportunity to try something, right. do something. We've got on. everything. It's all here.
2: Yeah. And, and you come back. <laughs> Actually, I, 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 I've, so the image here is what we see of each other. These are the avatars. Okay. Uh, you come back as a, a spark of consciousness. I'll talk about that in a second. And you use this avatar. So, in, in video games now, when you are playing these these massive games, you can create your avatar to play in the game, right? And you give it. X I'm a gamer, of strength. I'm aware. Yes. Okay. And no, you give it magic and you give it shields yes. and whatever yes. it's else. It's brilliant. So, I love it. Okay. All of it. And so, that's at this level. You, as the controller of that avatar, are having fun playing that game. Now back off to the next level which is the earth okay and consciousness here playing as you and you and you and me mm. okay Wow. Well. and when the body dies consciousness which has been experiencing limitation
1: and that's the game there, every there's, game yeah. there's parameters of the game to play
2: but every game that we create, we invent, yes. inv- involves overcoming a limitation, whether it's climbing a mountain, yes, yes. whether it's playing rugby, where we invent some rules and then a bunch of guys get together fighting and play. Fighting big monsters. Fighting big monsters. Boss level. And, or creating big monsters. And to fight. it's always when you're in the midst of the game is when you're most fully alive. Yes. Yes, right? indeed. When you climb a mountain, I'm not a, I'm not a, a climber, mm. but... I can imagine that you get to the top, you're euphoric about reaching the top, yep. but…
0: It's fleeting. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I've heard that uh, I've heard runner's high is a real thing. Yeah, I've never oh, experienced yeah, yeah, it. Yeah,
2: that is. But that's that's really, physical.
0: Right. Yeah. But that's a perfect example. You don't get winner's high, you get runner's high. You don't get completion high, you get runner's <laughs> well, high. Right? You get
2: the completion yeah. high, but it, it, yeah, it's but momentary you, because the very well, first right. question that comes is, what's next? Yeah. What's the next yeah, one?
3: Exactly. That's yeah, really interesting.
2: Go ahead, this.
3: There's this thing I call PPD. Post-performance depression. Mm -hmm. And in the first few years, your effort and your reputation, these are them. If you're like me and you work at this, go, there goes your effort. This is your reputation, right? It's like this, turtle. And it's when it gets to the first time you walk in a place and someone goes, I've heard about you. That's when your reputation has met you. That's it's met your effort. Oh, the first man, time you walk into a place and someone goes, Hey man, I heard. about That's when you know that your effort and reputation have just synced for the first time. But the thing is when you're on the stage, it really doesn't matter about your, your reputation or your effort. When you've got the mic, especially when you're a future performer, that's it. The world's here coming off the mic. You're in the crowd, you're around the people, it's buzz, 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 buzz. One by one, people leave you. And now you're just left with what's next. Yeah. And I had big crashes at the beginning. Wow. It wasn't a bad thing, it was a learning what thing. Did you call it? <laughs> PPD, post-performance depression. Per- post-performance depression. I'd, come Performance off of, depression. I'd come off of that mic and literally bring me the Hulk, tear him to pieces, you know? I was, I was feeling good. Not not all ego. Feeling great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Better than yeah, I've yeah. ever had because it's poetry has it. saved my life. So it was the best I could feel, definitely. And it would last, and, it would, and the people would be there, and other poets hit the mic, and I feel good about them, and it's all buzzing around. It's all, and then people leave you, and you're... You're the only one with that vibe left, and it's not easy to keep up all by yourself. Yeah, the right? way you break that you down, feel man, it. that is... I, so really is. I still so get really... it once in a while, but I can recover very quickly, and I know what it is, mm-hmm. and I don't let my head... Because yeah, yeah. you can spiral into that, and I did a few times. I'm like, I just fucking killed it. What the fuck is wrong? I wasn't... Yeah. You know? If, fleeting. Yeah, man. I mm. called it PPD.
4: Hmm.
3: Wow. Climb the mountain, get up there, and... <laughs> <yee! clears throat>
0: Looking down being like, damn, I
3: got to go down there. <laughs> <laughs> if I want to
1: feel this up again. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah you got to do it over
2: again. But in, in the climbing of that, wow, it's all in the w- w- when you are on the side of that mountain, you better be 110% mm-hmm. there because mm-hmm. if not, you're going to fall. Yep. Yeah. A- and that's when you feel most alive. Um, I, I, I've used this example of, of a, a rugby game you were watching. Um, this was France playing England in the World Cup. I think it was like 2007. Go France. Um, yeah. <laughs> Les Bleus. And uh, so we had just finished. France lost. And Shabal. I know, do you know Shabal?
3: <laughs> By name, not, okay, but, not up on it.
2: Uh, anyway, he's like this big caveman, you know, hair down to there and a big, big guy. And uh, And he's on the field on his knees, sobbing. -hmm. And uh, Johnny Wilkinson from the English team comes over and comforts him, and I thought that was that was so good because those are the uh, the feelings we're meant to have Mm -hmm. as people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you're, you're really impacted by that. I, I, I can see it. What is it about that that has it so
2: present for you, that moment? It's the only thing we take with us when we, when we cross over. It's the, it's the relationships. It's what we've done with each other,
1: mm.
2: to each other. It's, yeah. I mean, that is love. Mm -hmm. i mean these are competitors at the top of the world uh, but can take time to comfort each other console
0: one another can i drop something in here fellas i just think this is so appropriate man i am so moved uh but i gotta say um disagreements so this is what's going on in the world i had this conversation with somebody today it's like, if, if I, whatever, pull out anything that we're really serious about and attached to religion or politics or nationalism, <clears throat> just leave that there. I disagree with you. I don't like you because you're from this country or that political party or whatever, however, can I, for a second matter of fact, I I used to be, there's an athlete in here somewhere. I used to play a lot of rugby, played a lot of football. I had, not at that level, but I experienced those moments because it's relative when you're doing it. You're laying your stuff on the line and you're not getting paid. But I can look across, even at a young age, regardless of what color jersey the other guy was wearing, don't like this kid, stepped on my back, actually. Specific guy. <laughs> on purpose, we made eye contact. But I can appreciate I can have that, like, I appreciate, I don't want to hurt the guy personally. I'm not that kind of player, but if he gets hurt, I get hurt. I'm hurting for that kid. Cause I don't want to see him get hurt. Right. I've had those moments with people I'm competing against. I can have, can we get to the point in the world? that we can disagree on our religious faith, our political faith or whatever, but as a man to man, you have people in your life you love, you have those relationships you talked about, all all those things that actually matter. Can I put that at the forefront of, now what can we do together? Let's put all that shit over here because I was thinking about this earlier. Look at the two of you guys. He came in here earlier and talked about wanting to support people and give them a better journey as they cross over. Mm. It's amazing. And then what did you say? Oh, this is a good place for you to be. Wait till you hear what happened. And then you came out with that and it's just like, fuck man, week after week after week, people who are are cut from different cloths or different worlds, different everything, come into this room, we have these conversations, and these amazing, profound things like this happen. These connections, the relatability, right? What I'm saying is, you and I can be friends, and there's probably 20 plus years between us. The likelihood of us being friends without creating a community, without creating a platform for us to connect, yeah.
1: without starting a conversation, is never going to happen. And, and actually getting to the heart of what matters to what you. Matters. So here's really, what's really interesting. When I ask for people's bios, I get a resume. Yeah, it's because it's as right. you said before, we identify by what we do. That's awesome, John. I I know what you do now, and I don't care. (laughs) I really don't. And what I do care about are the the segue follow-up questions. What were your challenges? What were your wins? What do you want people to know about you? And when people are given the opportunity to, to... to answer those questions. It, it's a wide spectrum. Either they're eager and they dig in. And John gave me a PDF for fuck's sakes. Most people can just grapple a paragraph, right? Um, there is so much more that I can now share if I allow myself and answer those questions. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what we all really want. We want to get to know one another, truly get to know one another. And get out of this this uh, this facade of looking good and got my shit together. You know what I mean? I mean it's ironic that the that the that it's the just life. The get your shit together. There there is a, a double play there. Yeah yeah. Because it's actually not actually about. Get, it's not about <laughs> you getting your shit together the way, mo- the way society would have you say you mm-hmm. need to get your shit together. It's not about that. It's about this. It's about owning your shit, really. Yeah, and who you are and and what you're up to. Vern has been grappling with this stuff. We all are in in one way or another. Shall we go a bit deeper? You got the mic, my friend.
2: (laughs) Okay. A couple of years ago... Do you guys know Frank Moffat? Know the name Frank Moffat?
0: rings a bell, but I'm I'm not
2: sure. He was was the father of the Moffats.
0: That's why it rings a bell.
2: (laughs) So uh, anyway, I talked to him one time, and I was trying to explain some of the things that I wanted to do and and play at creation. He didn't understand what I was saying. But he said, anyway, he says, John, (laughs) uh, figure out how you're going to tell people about this because I want to put you on stage. So this was in February 2016. We were talking. June, I was going to get up on stage and talk. Um, did you? So I did. Nice, I did. Uh, I didn't figure out things until the two weeks before. Uh, funny how that goes. <laughs> I wonder why that is. <laughs> anyway, one of the things I wanted to create for people was the realization of how tiny we are. So I was watching, uh, actually, in preparing for this stuff, I, I came across a documentary about Stephen Hawking, and he had a couple of his, uh, his student groups. Answer a couple of questions. One of them was, "How large is the universe?" So this is this would have been done like in 2015, 2014, and given the technology at that time, which is about the same as now, the universe is 200 billion galaxies.
1: I can't even fathom that
2: number.
1: (laughs) 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 I heard 200, and the rest is kind of like a whole 200 billion galaxies. billion galaxies.
2: Now, each galaxy has 200 to 400 billion stars. Each star? We cannot... We cannot and the magnitude of the stars out. in the planets are like... How
3: so many... it does just average one planet per star, but we know there's not just <laughs> one satellite, there's several satellites yeah. per each per star. Yeah, anyway, it is the, crazy. the
2: juxtaposition was that size, and then one Earth. Mm -hmm. and you are playing on Earth, so what are you going to do with this time? But, take it even further. Uh, There was, have you heard of the pale blue dot? Yes. Okay. So Carl Sagan did a little bit of an essay on this image of one of the, one of the satellites going out, turned around, took a picture of the Earth, and it's just a a, a dust moat. It looks like it's in in a a ray of sunlight, but it's not actually a ray of sunlight, but anyway. So it's that little moat, and, and uh, so Carl Sagan talked about everything that we've done, everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. Alexander the Great to, to the, the guy who's got, only, got no legs, whatever, has mm-hmm. happened on this little moat of dust. Mm-hmm. Now, so I created that. And then the question came after, why? Why is there a universe? Mm. Not how. The much more important questions are the much more important questions are,
0: Free time in there, right?
2: why? Why is there a universe? So I said, and the, this is the answer that came very quickly, and again it starts with another supposition. Suppose consciousness is. Before the universe was, consciousness is, but consciousness, being omnipotent, omnipresent, being everything that oh, is. Gets bored. Imagine a little two-year-old. Gets bored. (laughs) 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 Now, so consciousness goes, I want to have some fun. What will I do? I know. I'll create a game board and I'll go into the game board and play. Consciousness cannot experience limitation.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: How do you do that? Well, create a game and go into it. Go into it. As you and you and you and, and me. So, we are, the way I see us, we are each a spark of that ocean of consciousness here simply to play, to experience limitation.
1: To experience limitation. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Which is one thing that consciousness cannot do yeah. on where it is. And that's the reason the stories about near death experiences are all the same about experiencing unconditional love because when you cross over, you're going back to who you really are. You're going back to consciousness.
0: Uh, I have never heard any theory broken down, like about you know consciousness or man or where you go out in the afterlife. I don't know where you got that from, but I've never heard anything. First of all, it makes so much goddamn sense. Pardon my reference. Um, that is amazing. That makes so much sense to me. And I'm like, wow, I'm ready to follow you at the church of John.
3: <laughs> no. <instead> of this. <laughs> <So like laughs> the Buddha said, if you,
2: if you meet the Buddha on the road, kill him.
0: No, that was, that was, well, sorry. Did you, did you say the Buddha said,
2: yeah. if, if you meet if the you Buddha, see, if you meet the Buddha on the road, kill him. I don't know where I read this, but it's, it's out there someplace. Hmm. Yeah. Because you need, you are consciousness and you can speak with the with big I, I consciousness, or the little I, I John.
1: This is the game, absolutely. It is being able to play at, at, at all of those levels and and, and like cre- create what's possible, not, not be limited by the limitations, create new limitations to work towards, break those limitations. That's what we are always... Inspired by when we see our, the greatest athletes and the Olympians, and where all this has come has come from, right? Like the origin story of this.
3: Yeah. Little thing said. Um, you mentioned Carl Sagan. You mentioned Stephen Hawking, and then there's Neil deGrasse Tyson. You know who I, that is? Yes. Okay, you you know Neil. Okay, good. He's a hero of mine, for obvious reason. Um, I I heard him in an interview, and. He was asked a question. He said, someone asked me this question once and I had no trouble answering it. He said, Neil, if you could live forever, would you? He said, no. And everyone has asked themselves that question since you could figure out that concept when you were little, oh, living forever. He said, never, I'd never do it. And when the question went out, I immediately said no, not knowing why. It was my, it was a knee jerk. Would you live? No, nope. right there in me, it was there, but I didn't have the reason. Just I just knew. And he says, because I know I'm finite, basically he said, I've got shit to do. Mm-hmm. And I've got a finite time to get it done. I want to do things that are going to stay in the world, be good for the world, for the world, to the world. He's, he wants, not with ego, not ego driven, but he realizes the gifts that he has that he can give to the world. So he wants to do as much as he can. He says, if I always have tomorrow, shit will never get done. Someone once said to me, the reason you get a lump in your throat, this is everyone's belief systems getting thrown around. The reason you get a lump in your throat is because what's in your head, what's in your mouth, and what's in your stomach don't sink. What's in your heart, what's in your stomach, what's in your head, what's in your what's in your throat, they, they don't sink up. And that's why you get the lump, the words don't wanna come, they're not ready. You're not synced up. A lot of people say that's what that lump is. It is there because literally, this is not synced to spill. Another thing that came up, and I can't remember it, and I say I can't, and all of a sudden it'll be there, but not this time. But those were the two things. Those are the two things. <laughs> I love how you're, you're walking that, us through that whole That did.
1: <laughs> Process. Pop, pop. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really great. I I had no idea. This is, this is why this is. Okay, I know, go. I'm sorry. Awesome.
3: John, you talked about those players on the field. I'm a martial artist. I'm pretty good. And I studied under Grandmaster George LePin in Toronto, and he's Cree. So because he is so high in the Taekwondo world and with the World Martial Arts Union, he had the opportunity as an indigenous man to design his own martial art because a martial art is only national to the country that designs it. 30 million-plus people study international taekwondo and world taekwondo. But its origin is Korea, South Korea. So Canada does does not have a national martial art. Little do Canadians know, yes, we do. And it's called Okichita. And because I was so good learning under taekwondo, he taught it to me. He Mm -hmm. taught 10 of us. And then 10 of us got to go to South Korea for the... 7th Jongju International Martial Arts Festival And there's 32 countries The best fighters on those teams got to go This is Canada's first time there We're with 31 other teams And I'm referencing to Your story about the men on the field Showing compassion and crying and being vulnerable it's 32 countries worth of fighters Representing their country There's a lot of ego out there There's a lot of id out there. It's all out there. These are fighters. We're all fighters. You should have seen how many of us cried at the end of two weeks when we had to leave each other.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: Because most of us couldn't speak to each other. We couldn't even speak each other's languages. Mm -hmm. We had to communicate somehow to teach you. We had hand to hand combat demos with each other, them using their stuff on us, using our stuff on them and them teaching us and us teaching them. It's fighting, it's hands-on people you don't know and will never see again, and we can hurt each other. And it was all like how you said in the last two days. There's nothing but warriors weeping
1: everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Okay, so we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, I think that's a good, idea Because we could talk about this like we could talk about any of our episodes forever. I, um, I am leaving with something so rich today, mm-hmm like the emotion is just because I got to keep my shit together is the story I got running, but it's like just, it just underneath the surface and it is inspired action. This is what I call it when I know that there's something and I'm excited about what it's going to generate for me. Uh, And I'm, I'm super thankful and grateful that we actually got to spend this time with you, John, Mm -hmm. because it was really magical. And, um, We'll have you again for sure. We'll have another conversation. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So that, that's yeah. episode 52.